you're not thinking about this thing in your pants all of yeah. the time. <laughs> What's it doing? Is it okay? <laughs> exactly, yeah. But I'm still not quite, I haven't quite mastered the pads yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Welcome to the Basically Being Better podcast. A show for all you people out there just trying to get a little bit better every day. Now here's your hosts, Rachel and Abby. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Basically Being Better. I'm Abby. And I'm Rachel. And today our episode is on ethical fashion take two. Woo! Because we've tried to make it once and it was terrible, so we're trying again. We're trying to do it again and be a bit better. I mean, it wasn't... It was... Mm. It was pretty bad. I don't know. It was just really sad. <laughs> we watched the... So... It's all about um, the documentary called The True Cost, and we watched it a couple of days before recording mm. it, and I think we were still reeling from shock of yeah. what we had heard and seen. So The whole episode is us just saying, oh my God, what have we watched? <laughs> yeah, we were, it was a bit fresh still to discuss. It was very fresh, yeah. But we're going to give it another go. And try not to be too shocked. Yeah. Maybe. I think it's been a good amount of time. It's still, it's still not easy. No. But we'll give it a go. Yeah. (laughs) No, yeah. No, yeah. Nah, yeah. But before we start, do you have a wine for the week? A wine? No. Do you have a brag for the week? Well, I could do a a brag or a wine. How about we start? Start with a brag. Okay. I just had a waste-free period. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up. You got your period? Yeah, I got my period. How many days was that? Well, I like... I should know exactly because I'm charting it, but it was, I don't know, the, the it's really hard to tell because I still had spotting beforehand. Ah, uh, so you don't know when it fully started? Yeah, I think it probably fully started um, Thursday night. Okay. <clears throat> oh, okay. I was away. I was like, how have I not heard about this yet? <laughs> how did I not announce it to you at work? Exactly. <laughs> Okay. Why does Ian next to us not know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Ian must be wondering what's going on. I know. He's not up with the play lately. Jeez. Oh, he, he went away for a few weeks. He would have been like, gosh, I really hope Abby's got a period. Yeah. He just didn't know what yeah. was going on. Yeah. But okay, two, it's all good, Ian. It's all good. <laughs> two questions. How many days was that cycle? Uh, 48. Oh, that's getting better. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Way better. The luteal, luteal yeah. phase was the same length as it was last time. Well, 11 to 12 days. That's good. That's a good length for a luteal phase. Yeah, I can't get... Uh, I don't think you should have it much shorter, apparently. No. Yeah. You shouldn't have a five-day one. Oh, has someone had a five-day one? Mm. <laughs> that's not good. That's not good at all. No, but that's okay. Working on it. Working on it. Doing what I can. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, so anyway... I busted out the the I Am Eva undies, which are amazing. Are really, really, really worth the investment. Holy oh, cow. That's so, so cool. good. And ethically made. So that's a uh, bonus. Um, and the Hello Period pads and uh, the, the menstrual cup. And, yeah, you know, waste-free. Didn't have a pad, tampon, anything. That is amazing. Yeah. What do you prefer, the I Am Eva undies or the Hello pads? The I Am Eva undies are by far 
like superior. Yeah. They just are so comfy and you don't you're not you're not thinking about this thing in your pants all of yeah. the time. <laughs> What's it doing? Is it okay? <laughs> exactly, yeah. But I'm still not quite I haven't quite mastered the pads yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh that's such an achievement. Yeah, I'm so proud of myself. And yeah. it wasn't it, to be fair, it wasn't a particularly long period, like three days. Yeah. So I'm probably on the short side for period, but yeah. Yeah, they very say, exciting. They though. say about three to five for normal, don't three they? Three to five, yeah. Yeah, that's all good. It's still like puttering out at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Just the end, tailing off, tailoring off. Yeah, so that's my brag. Oh, that's a great brag. Yeah. Well oh, done. I can't, I can't recommend the undies enough. Oh man, I still so haven't good. brought them, but I really want to. What I really want now is, I've I've got a problem, but what I really want now is um to buy another three pairs and to, because... I did have to do a wash in the middle. Yeah. But uh, to get a wet bag. Oh, yeah. I did see those. And at the moment, it's probably not going to be when this episode comes out, but at the moment, you buy another three pairs and you get a free wet bag. Yeah, I saw that. Um, Just because when it was its heaviest and my menstrual cup was not doing its job, as per usual, um, I really needed to change them at work and I didn't have like anything to put the you know yeah so yeah that's that's yeah that was one okay. one thing one improvement I could make that's a good little tip if you mm. buy the undies buy the wet bag yeah it was uh, the the large wet bags like 20 bucks and the um, small ones like 15 I think so oh yeah oh that's all good yeah I might have to buy them now while you get it free yeah I'd recommend highly sweet I know what I'm doing after this <laughs> Yeah, so that was my brag. Do you have a brag? I don't have a brag for this week. Um, that's a bit sad. I know. It's been one of those weeks. Just yeah. A lot's happened and no, nothing to brag about. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have a wine then? I do have a wine. I do have a wine. Um, I feel very tired and I just feel quite exhausted from constantly trying to be better at work. I want to clarify, uh, it's only at work. I like I get enjoyment out of trying to improve like my personal life and like doing things waste free and stuff like that, but I'm just really struggling that you've always got to be better at work. Oh girl. Yeah. Oh girl. It's been a spiral of a week. Oh shit. That is how I felt like oh, two weeks ago before yeah. I went to the doctor. Well it goes in waves. Yeah. It always goes in waves. You have those good weeks where you're like, Oh yeah, I can do this and then you have those weeks where you're like, I should be doing better but I don't have the energy. I I'm gonna half ass this because it's all I can do. Yeah. Do you know what? That doesn't matter. Oh, I know. I mean I know, and it kinda goes hand in hand with like trying to like trying to give yourself permission to not constantly be at the top of your game yeah but, but it's hard yeah <laughs> and when things compound you're just like oh this is a bit harder this time yeah and you get like i don't know maybe it, and it, i don't know some people just don't even have that in their brains anyway they're just like work is work and i just it's just a job i don't need to do i just do what i do whenever it's done it's done and i don't need to, it to be good but then I don't know, you and I are probably similar in the fact that we need to do a good job. Yeah, yeah. And then I get onto the thought of thinking, because we, we all know those people in the office where they come, they do bare minimum, and then they leave, and they don't care. No. And they get away with it. 
Yeah. So why are we busting our asses off? And it's so annoying because you, um, you just, uh, all right, yeah, I just, so frustrating because you're like burning yourself out and then you, and then you look over at old Frank and he's bloody pissing away the day and yeah. you're like, oh my God, I am like on complete, uh, I'm about to have a meltdown, <laughs> yeah. and he's over there writing comments on stuff. <laughs> oh God! Why? Why am I bothering? Oh my God! Oh yeah. So, um, <laughs> I don't have the answer. No, there. I don't know the answer either. But that's that's my feels for the week. Be more like Frank. Don't care. Oh no, can't do that. No, I don't know. It's 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 a constant uh, battle for me at the moment. So. Yeah. It is. It really is. But anyway, let's move on. That was a good wine. <laughs> do you have a wine for this week as well? I do, and it's more of a question. Ooh. Have you used the low-waste oven cleaner Yes. recipe? Yes. Did it make your entire oven go white, and then like you've got all these white spots, and then every time you try and clean it out, the white spots come back every time, Oh and yeah. it's not disappearing? Oh, yeah, the baking soda? Yes. You've really got to clean that out. Oh. I know. And it takes so much because you put it on and you left it. Yeah. Yeah. And you often feel like you've wiped it away, but then you'll use the oven and then there's white along the side. And you're like, oh, crap, I thought I got everywhere. Yes. Yeah. No, it is a... It does happen. I like got, I thought I cleaned out the, I thought I cleaned it. And then the next day I opened the oven, there's bloody white everywhere again. I know, I know. What I tend to do is I'll um, put it on, leave it, wipe it out like several times with different cloths because I find like I'll use one to get like most of it out and then I'll move to another cloth because otherwise I find it's just wiping it on it. Ah, Yeah. And then... And then I'll use it once in a few spots and will come up and then I'll wipe it again and then it's good. Okay, so I just have to go back and wipe it again for the different cloth. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Because the first time I did it, I'm like, what is going on? I know. I was like, my oven is dirtier now than it was before. (laughs) (laughs) But the good thing is, oh man, when you think about it, the good thing is you're like, this is baking soda. This isn't harmful. We eat this, and when you're using those, like toxic. Um, oven cleaners and you you wiped it out and it looks clean there's probably still residue of that and then yeah. you're baking it I oh. know but also I'm kind of like that is fast it's like leave it done and I'm like spotless oven <laughs> and now I'm like oh god now I've got to clean it again yeah yeah and when I don't have any energy it's like I know it's just an added thing to do yeah I've got to make some it's Cake-tober at the moment. When this oh. comes out, it's not cake-tober. I've got three cakes to make today, and I have to clean out the fucking oven again. Are you making three? Oh, yeah, because I'm still on the chocolate pack. Oh. Okay, so the reason I had to clean out the oven was because I made Sarah Wilson's lasagna with rice paper. Oh, my gosh, I'm making it for dinner. I love that. Okay, so... Oh, I know what you did. The juice came out of the mince and it spilled all through the bottom of the oven and I didn't realise and then I baked a cake in it afterwards and then the oven started smoking like crazy, like a lot of smoke. All of the fire alarms in the house were going off and I and Pete and I, it was like 8 o'clock at night and we had to have all of the doors open and there was bugs flying in but it smelled so bad. Oh no. And then I took the cake to work and everybody was like, the cake's quite smoky and I'm like, oh really? Uh, yeah, that's because the oven basically caught on fire while it was cooking. 
thing. <laughs> when did you make that? Thursday night. Oh, again, while I'm, while I missed it. <laughs> we haven't caught up properly, but yes. And I was like, is the cake smoky? Because my entire, like, senses are completely <laughs> smoked out at the moment. I couldn't taste the smoke. And I fed the smoky cake to work, and they were like, it's not good, Abby. Uh- and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Back to the drawing board. Yeah. So now I've got another chocolate cake recipe to try. Low sugar. And then um, the, oh, no. And the orange cake, because I doubled the batch and it didn't work. I want to try a single batch in a 20 centimeter cake tin and see how that works. Plus this weekend's carrot cake weekend. So I've got to try and make the carrot cake. Oh, wow. Okay. We need to get this podcast <laughs> done. We need to... Yeah, so I've really made a rod for my own back because of this sugar-free thing. Because if I wasn't doing sugar-free, I know the cakes that work and I would Mm. be just doing them and it would be all good because I've done them before. Mm. And now I'm trying to do these sugar-free cakes that aren't quite working and tasting as good as I want them to. And I'm not... Gonna, and I'm not going to half-ask this because it's like the cake I'm feeding to all of my guests at my wedding. So I need it to be good. Yeah. I've only nailed one so far and that was the banana cake. Oh, at least that's one off the list. Yeah. And I could make it easier and just make one sugar-free cake and then the rest ones I can make. But why make life so easy? That would just be, that would just be, I don't know, good for me or something. Yeah. <laughs> Take some pressure off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if it comes to it, you could go back to your recipes. Exactly. That, that you know work. Yeah. 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 Just got to try these things out. Yeah. Um... The whole lasagna thing, mm-hmm. I did that the first time too. And now I always bake it in a, like I put it in the, because it's in a cake tin. Yeah. Um, Like one of the spring form ones. And I always put it in a larger dish with sides. See, that would have been smart. And yeah, the thing- I should have said. <laughs> I should have written a note in the cookbook. So you would have been like, oh, okay. It was really good. But the, yeah. Delicious. I love the, um, the cauliflower uh, sauce. Sauce. Puree sauce that was that was ideal. Yeah, it's so yum. Yeah. So oh, and the nori in it. Oh, see, I could take or leave the nori, but Pete loves nori, so oh, I love it. I'm so excited for dinner. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just a little yeah. And the thing is, I was just being dumb because I should have realized when I picked it off the the bench that the stuff coming out of it would continue to come out of it when it was in the oven. But I didn't. I didn't. I just shoved it in. No, nah, you don't think that. It's not until it's too late, and then you're like, oh, I'll do that differently next time. <laughs> now I have to clean the oven, and my oven's not clean because it's covered in baking soda. <laughs> anyway, that was my wine slash question. <laughs> that was a good one. Good you, one for the day. Do you have some words of wisdom? I do. Okay. I do. Um, so this is from Instagram. Yay! Um, follow them. They're awesome. Eco Tribe. They post lots of really good stuff. Is it the Eco Tribe or Eco Tribe? Sorry, I just hit you. Um, I think it's just at Eco Tribe. Okay, cool. But try both if that's not it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the words of wisdom are, um, you have two homes, Earth and your body. Take care of them. Yeah, I love that. Same. That reminds me why I have to clean out my oven three times now because <laughs> I'm taking care of both the earth and my body by not using that toxic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. It's real good basic words of wisdom. Just strip it back to basics. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Cool. Should we have a little chat about this ethical fashion? Ethical fashion. Boom. Sweet. Chatted. Done. Wait, let's let's let you um, go and bake your cakes. <laughs> Okay, no, ethical fashion. So, 
Uh, we watched a movie. What was it called? The True Cost. The True Cost. And you've got a little bit about it. Yeah. So it's a documentary by Andrew Morgan and it was filmed in 2013. Uh, basically, it focuses on fast fashion and discusses several aspects of the garment industry from productions through to its after effects such as river and soil contamination, pesticide contamination and disease and death. So that doesn't sound that that good. And that's why we were shocked. (laughs) Yeah, we were reeling a bit. Um, Disease and death. Yeah, just so final. (laughs) Um, But in it they um, interview a heap of people, like some of the workers in the factories through to um, people that are trying to promote sustainable and ethical fashion and that. That type of thing. Mm. Um, and fun little fact, it was funded by Kickstarter. Oh, well, that's good. It's not like funded by, I don't know, some... Uh, Corporation that's got an investment in the fashion industry? No, the opposite. What are they called? Lobby group. Oh, yep. Yep. Yeah, so that's quite cool, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it's on Netflix. Yes. And we watched it a couple of months ago. So we've kind of gotten over our initial um, just, like, pure horror. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely recommend watching it. It's quite, um, yeah, it's quite raw. It's quite, it's quite yeah. Yeah. Hard to watch, but also good. Very it, good. It will make you stop and think next time you uh, buy something from one of the big labels or fast fashion labels and and think, hmm, what, how was this made? Yeah, definitely. It's definitely changed the way I approach. Not that I'm a big shopper anyway. I really don't buy clothes until they're falling apart. But it's made me stop before I buy anything. Yeah, and I think that's a good that's a good thing, isn't it? Same. It's done its it's done its job. Yeah. So, um, what were the standout points? Okay. For me, the main one that stood out to me was when they talked about consumptionism. Okay. And how basically they're trying to make the things that you use, like um, washing machine or your home or your couch, turn into the things that you use up, like food or cigarettes or something like that. Mm. So fast fashion, you buy your your clothes cheap you wear them you throw them away and you move on to the next thing yeah um and it's that inbuilt obsolescence obsolescence is that what it's called okay this wasn't in the movie this is just from my brain which is probably not where we should go but we're doing it um (laughs) uh the inbuilt obsolescence and that's when like Things that if you bought them back in the day that last 10 years and then now you buy a phone and it's not meant to last any, like it's meant to die after two years so you will buy the newest version yeah. of it and the latest stuff and then um, like, yeah, you know, like a cheese grater should used to last like the entirety of its, your life. You didn't need to buy more than yeah, one. Yeah, you still got your grandma's one but now uh, they make them so that they will break in a couple of months or two years or whatever so that you do have to keep buying yeah to keep you coming back yeah they don't want you to um buy it once and then and when we go back what are we saying they are the man (laughs) (laughs) oh the man the people that are trying to make money yeah um yeah it's quite yeah it's quite funny because you used to 
um, use something and if it broke, you would fix it. But mm. now it's to the point where if something breaks, it's cheaper to buy a new one than to pay for it to get fixed. Yeah. Which is so backwards. Yeah. You know how I bought that um that uh, garlic crusher the other day and I was like, it's $8. I really need a garlic crusher. I don't own one. Yeah. And it was like a weird like oh, rocky the, thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like rocking it the other day and it just snapped in half. Oh. That is so <laughs> like frustrating. in my head. It is so frustrating. And I was already grumpy, so I was real oh. grumpy. And Pete just like was like, get out of the kitchen. <laughs> I'll do this. <laughs> Go sit down. Yeah. Oh, before you stab someone man. like me. <laughs> that is so frustrating. Uh yeah. Yeah, but this this movie was based um, more on fashion though, wasn't it? So yes. it was more about how your clothes aren't made to last anymore. Definitely. Definitely, and it's and it's um quite obvious because when you pay a little bit more and invest in an item, it lasts years. Mm. Like you you don't have to replace it, but if you do buy that ten dollar top, it won't last. Yeah, and the other thing about fashion though is that uh we are it's constantly changing. So like my high waisted pants that I wear to work every day for like I've done it for the last three years. Eventually, I'm gonna look like an old lady in high waisted pants because. Just wait another 10 years and they'll come back. <laughs> Eventually I'll be fashionable. Exactly. Just <laughs> embrace it. Okay. But, but it's true. They've, it used to be, okay, was, didn't they say in the film it used to be that there was like um, four seasons and that's when the new clothes came out for each yeah each time of the year, but now it's every week there's new stuff coming out because yeah. they want you to buy new stuff and want this new and exciting. Yeah. And then there's all those things like, oh, the YouTubers that um I didn't know this was a thing and that's probably showing my age, but um I didn't either. They do oh god, what are they called? Like shopping reveals? Yeah, like hauls. Yes. Shop hauls or yep. something. And it's basically a YouTuber sitting in front of the camera saying, Oh, I went to Forever Twenty One or something like that. Forever Twenty One's gone bankrupt now. Yes. But uh, something like that and going we don't even have Forever 21 in New Zealand. Why am I talking about that? Because they mentioned it in the movie. Okay. Ah, uh, sorry. <laughs> good good backstory. Uh, yeah. Um, it, yeah. Going to a shop like that and like, holding up all of the items that they've bought. And this one girl, she's holding up a t-shirt, a caddy or something. And she's like, oh, yeah, I bought this jersey. Um, I thought it was cute. Now I'm not sure if I'm ever going to wear it. And then just tossing it to the side of the next one. And you're yeah. like, oh, my God. Yeah. And she was like, it was like, what, like, Seven bucks yeah. or something. And that's American dollars of maybe fourteen. Yeah. And yeah, and you're like, what? 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 Hold up, rewind. Like, what are we doing here? Because you, <laughs> you brought this because it was so cheap, and now you don't know if you're going to wear it or not. And also, people are watching this. Yeah, like, what? How, how oh, does this work? I don't understand. Yeah, it's very shocking. Yeah, so that that was yeah, that's that's probably a good standout. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What were some things that stood out to you? Um, mine was that it really unpicked the <laughs> funny um, little pun little there. Little pun there. Um, it really unpicked the uh, the idea that when you buy these clothes, it's all okay because you're giving people jobs. Oh man, that really got to me. I really liked that it looked into that a little bit more because I'm for sure said that before picked up an item and thought, 
hey, uh, it's okay. It's it's five dollars, but it's okay because I'm giving some person in China a job. Yeah, and um, it really went into how you the fact that you're buying the stuff is encouraging people to continue to mistreat their workers and put treat them in a way that they do not get paid enough that they live and work in conditions that are just absolutely horrendous and that it um it just perpetuates the cycle and continues Mm. it so if you do take the time to go okay i am going to buy clothes that are made by people um that the the company actually know and understand like yes it can be someone over in india but the company is working with the people they get paid a fair wage Mm. they get they work in conditions that are actually like not um going to kill them (laughs) yeah yeah exactly and it just goes back to voting with your dollar if you do buy that item and more more and more people buy those items that are made in that ethical way and that's looking after the workers Mm. people are going to think oh maybe we should move that direction yeah exactly and yeah if you buy stuff and say uh no it's okay because i'm giving them a job you're condoning the way in which people are being treated and this movie really showed that the way people are being treated in other um parts of the world are just absolutely diabolical and it's not fair it's horrendous yeah absolutely horrendous so people with the privilege and the power to um make a choice need to be making the right choice yeah and it will have that flow-on effect and help improve others lives yeah yeah so that was a huge standout for me oh definitely it really like dug in to my brain like you need to make sure that you are making choices that matter yeah in terms of these things because um we're in a position where we can yeah exactly yeah a hundred percent hundred percent um it's quite interesting because oh fashion is like fast fashion fashion all of it it's such a big industry yeah Um, and i think it employs every it employs one in six people around the world whoa yeah yeah and then what's um what's so sad is um 85 more than 85 percent a woman earning less than three dollars a day Mm. that is a massive amount that's a a bloody (sighs) i know there's just like no words you get so worked up oh shit we were trying to avoid this (laughs) it's just not possible because the more you think about it and the more you talk about it it just brings all those emotions the more enraged you get about it yeah yeah and why aren't more people doing more things about it why did more people not know like i think ignorance is bliss and people don't know absolutely ignorance is bliss and i 100 percent uh was ignorant prior to this i like knew about it everybody knows about it i'm sure but like 100 percent once you look at have we talked about looking at the ugly? Once yeah. you look at the ugly, you have to uh, change something because it's it's just not it's not ethical. No, <laughs> to not change something. No, you can't keep going the way that you that you um are. You have to change something. Yeah, and that yeah. how there there was a there was so when you're talking about women, there was that one woman that they followed, and this one was probably one of the biggest standout points for me was that um. She was like 23 or something mm. and she had a daughter and she had to send her daughter away to her parents' place on an island somewhere else because she couldn't – I don't think the father was in the picture and she couldn't um, give her child the life that she deserved 
um, and to prevent her from becoming a garment factory worker if she was living in, um, around the environment that she was in and she was only going to be able to see her for a year and all that sort of thing um long story short she tried to make she was a really courageous woman she was trying to make a um union in her factory and the uh the horrible people who she worked for um found out about this and because they requested all these slight improvements to stop them from being um yeah it was like minimal a minimal extra payment just so that they could have like a living wage, yeah, and better um working conditions, yeah. And so all of that. She wasn't asking much, but no. anyway, they locked the doors and beat them up, which is not very nice to hear. But it really hit home to me was that the only difference between her and me was the fact that I was born um a white person in a first world country, and I don't, and I actually um have had opportunities afforded to me where I can. Uh, not be working in a factory yeah <laughs> and it really was just like yeah I'm just lucky really exactly that's all it boils down to because so, she was an intelligent young woman like yeah. she knew oh she yeah she was amazing what she was trying to do yeah. and it was just so sad seeing that she was in that situation and what she was having to do to like survive yeah because you automatically you just it's hard because you just try not to think that they're not you try and not to think about them being humans and it really humanized her mm. and uh and was another like real kick in the pants so i'm yeah that was i'm trying to say it fast because i got so upset the first time when i was <laughs> saying it <laughs> but yeah. yeah that was one of our standout points yeah no a hundred percent a hundred percent um and so the documentary was filmed in 2013, which was the same year that the Rana Plaza in Bangladesh collapsed, mm. um, and it killed over a thousand workers, and I think it injured like two and a half thousand people or so. Um, and that, like, everyone, ev- I think everyone would know about the Rana Plaza collapsing, but it was quite um, good because it. Uh, they interviewed a few people that were there mm. um, and that had survived. They interviewed this poor lady that had lost. She had to have both her legs amputated because um, she, uh, she was crushed when the building collapsed. And she was just saying how they'd been going to, um, I don't know, the, I don't know if they're the owners or like their supervisors or whatever, and pointing out the cracks in the walls and saying this building isn't safe, we shouldn't be in here, like something needs to be done about it. Um, and they were just told to get back in there and work. And if they didn't, then they would lose their jobs. And then they would have absolutely no no money. Not that what they were earning was a living wage anyway. But they were basically forced to go into this building that everyone knew was unsafe. Yeah. And that was just... Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> it, wa- it was. It was... Yeah. It... Like you said, it... I don't even know what the right word is. But it, seeing them and hearing their story it just made it that much more real than just hearing about an article mm. like, or reading an article in um in the paper or anything yeah it was rough uh, yeah that bit was i can't even form proper sentences <laughs> <laughs> oh dear we really tried not to make this like was before but it's not going well no <laughs> we're doing it we're doing it yeah oh Rana Plaza, look it up. It's not ideal. It's another reason why we shouldn't just say, oh, we're giving them jobs because the jobs they're being given are not I not 
They deserve more. Yeah. They deserve more. Um, I also had – I have three more standout points. Four more. Three more. Yeah. Something like that. Um, organic cotton. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, so – Is key. Yeah. <laughs> So if we take it a step back, so the fashion industry is the second most polluting industry in the world. Yeah, that behind uh, the oil and gas industry. Crazy. I did not realize that. That is, oh, that is scary. Yeah. Scary. Um, And one of those things is all the pesticides and everything that they use on cotton crops. Yep. Yep. It's it's a pretty... uh, it's a really rough cycle to uh, <laughs> to unpick because um, they're forced to do it because of the genetically engineered cotton that they're using, and uh, so they have to use it has to they have to use pesticides on the thing, and then the pesticides contaminate the soil, and they contaminate the cotton, and then the cotton that's used isn't got pesticides all through it. But then if we say no, 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 hold up, wait a minute. Uh, and can carry on that song, <laughs> um, you end up going, but what happens if they now plant organic cotton and don't use pesticides? That soil's effed and... It's all contaminated. It's all contaminated. So then what are we doing? And then we really are affecting people's jobs in that instance because they can't fix it. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's, I can't, I don't know what the answer is to um, breaking that cycle. I really don't. Yeah. It, it, it was um yeah, it was quite tough to see cuz cotton is the most pesticide intensive crop in the world, which I found quite interesting. I hadn't really thought about it cuz you th- I don't, in my mind I think of just these cotton fields and cotton's like a nice looking plant. You don't think mm. of it as needing all these pesticides to be used on it. To pr- yeah. Like to protect it. Um and there was this one bit in the in the documentary where you see these workers just walking through the fields um spraying um these pesticides on the on the crops um and they're spraying it in front of it them and they're walking towards it so they're walking through it they've got there's no there's no ppe there's no ppe and they're just being <laughs> drenched in this pesticide uh, yeah no. and yeah yeah so i think the outcome of that is uh, we do need to buy organic cotton and yeah, um, and f- figure it out from there. Yeah, definitely. It's better for the workers and it's better for us. And hopefully, if um everyone starts buying organic cotton rather than the standard ones, then it will make them realise that oh, we can't continue like this. We've mm-hmm. got to figure figure something out. Yeah, and on that train, the um. The on the other material thing, uh, they showed a leather factory, and that again was no PPE. These men walking around in those shoes on, covered and like stained with the leather. That was a fake leather factory. Tannins, I think it was. Yeah, uh, like synthetic leather. And that was the probably the most shocking for me because you get so used to uh, images of people working in garment factories because it's like. Um, orderly and tidy and clean and everybody looks like well presented and you know it's not uncommon for us to see a line of workers in an office or whatever so it's not it's not too far-fetched no and you you can almost uh you don't feel it doesn't hit you as hard as any way the leather factory did which was like 
just leather everywhere and black and like and drums of chemicals yeah, there wasn't and, a hivers in sight like it was yeah <laughs> they didn't have shoes on like no. oh god it was bad and that um that was yeah not enjoyable to watch and made me think okay if i'm buying leather because i at this point in my life am okay with animals being produced to produce stuff for me but and I think that's just because I've grew up grew up on a farm so I don't have I don't, I don't know it's normal it is such, yeah, yeah something I can normalize um but it it definitely needs to be done in an ethical way for me to buy leather yeah now. Need to know where it's made and all of that. Yes. Yep. No. A hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. That was, yeah. That was quite eye eye opening actually. Um. Because I think it's, yeah. And also with that, they showed all the waste. Yeah. From from the tannery that was just been going straight into this river. Yeah. Um. And I think it, it, they said that it was around fifty million liters of toxic chemicals or waste from the tanneries are poured into the gang. Kanja River a year, mm. which is a horrendous amount, and it results in there being I think it was chromium, large amounts of chromium in the water, and then these people were like bathing in the water and drinking it, and then they um, end up with all sorts of health issues. I think, yeah, um, large amount of their periods are fucked basically. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I can't even imagine what sort of havoc it's playing. But oh, these no. these poor kids are being born with all these um health health defects, and I think chromium they said it um has a big impact on your liver. Yeah, because it has to try and process it, and it can't. Yeah, it, it it can't, it can't. And there was that one guy, and he um he was working at one of the tanneries, and he had to stay because he needed the money to be able to pay for the healthcare for his daughter but his daughter wouldn't have been sick if they weren't living in that area so her issues were all due to um, the contamination in the area that they were living so he was just stuck in the cycle he couldn't leave because he needed the money but yeah it was all because of the environment that they were living in yeah and do you know what that's all our fault because we just want a five dollar top yeah so um, I feel an immense amount of guilt. <laughs> mm. It was that was really tough. Um, I was just looking this up this morning because I wanted to find out where it actually was. Mm. So it was in Camp Campur in India. Um, and then there's this other article that I read. So apparently there's around 400 tanneries in this little like 400. Mm-hmm, Whoa! In this little area and um. Are they all making fake leather or are they making real leather? Think, it doesn't say. I think it's just a mix. Well, tannery is normally real leather. Yeah. So it's probably a mix of both the synthetic and the and the real. Yeah. And um all of those chemicals going into that one area. But um last I think it was last December, the government put out like a you need to stop operating for three months so that there's none of these toxins and chemicals going into this water um into this river to see what happens because it's got to the point where there's so much going in and it's necessary to close them all down for a few months whoa so i don't know if they had much success in closing them down from that date but i think they're working through that at the moment that's pretty good yeah. i mean it's not it's not 
what are they doing about the people who are losing their jobs because of that? But yeah, I know it's going to have flow on effects. Mm. Yeah, I found that quite interesting though. Yeah, that is really interesting because I um last time we recorded, I was like, what are the environmental laws? Because in New Zealand, you would not be allowed to do that. No, no way. Not so. without a resource consent, people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, yeah. So I want. I'm gonna go do some more research into that. Sorry, I don't have more information for you at the moment. Okay, that's mm. cool. That's cool though. Good, good looking it up. And that's the thing. There was a 2013 and um, movie, so we things have evolved since mm. then. I'm sure. Definitely. Um, and the other thing is that they did show the same two pipes flowing into that river every time. And maybe it was the only ones they had access to. But you did start to think, okay, hold on. You're only showing me like this One little section. section. Is that the worst section? Because you really want to like, because you know they're trying to make a movie. They're trying to make it emotive and everything. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it is something to uh, consider when you're watching these types of movies. Um, on anything like this, even like the vegetarian ones and mm. the um, do your own research as well, basically. Yeah, because you, you they are trying. They're no matter what, they're never going to be. The person who's making the movie has made up their mind about the thing, and that's always going to make a bias. Yeah. So yeah, it's um something to consider. Yeah, definitely. Uh, do you have any other stand-up? Points? I've got one more thing, okay. which was just to do, and I know it's American stats, but um just to do with the amount of um clothing that's thrown away. So Boom! Same here. That was my last point. Did you see that over there on my notes? <laughs> no, but that is fantastic. That's my last point too. Okay. Um so the average American throws away thirty seven kgs of textiles a year. And these textiles take a two hundred plus thirty seven kgs. Mm, 37 that's like kgs. a small child. Yeah. That's like a, a lot. like a seven year old or an eight year old, isn't it? You're just throwing a kid away, <laughs> a kid worth kid of clothes. Worth clothes away, yeah. Yeah. And they take 200 plus years to break down. And how many Americans are there? Like, Oh, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I couldn't. I didn't look that up, sorry. Okay. And the other interesting thing about that is they said only 10% of clothes that get don- donated to secondhand stores actually get sold. Yeah, which is crazy. So they're all, uh, which is um, bananas because they're... Uh, sending they're packing all those clothes away and sending them to Haiti and Haiti doesn't need any more clothes because they've just got like these, these mounds of clothes that they can't deal with yeah they don't need and <laughs> it's just another example of sh- shipping your waste and problems offshore you yeah. can't do that it's got to go somewhere just because you can't see it anymore doesn't mean that it doesn't exist yeah it it, it, it does it Ugh. very much does that, uh, yeah, that was quite interesting because I didn't really know about that. Yeah, neither did I. That was pretty eye-opening for me. I thought that uh, I was doing a good thing by giving my mm. um, clothes to char- charity shops because uh, then someone else who can't afford clothes has something to wear. Yeah, exactly. But sometimes the charity shops cost the same as... Um, Regular stores, yeah. anyway. So the fast, fast fashion stores. So I'm not really doing anything to help, am I? Yeah, it's really tough when you break it down like that. Oh dear. Anyway, should we bring it up or not? Yeah. What do you got for me? <laughs> I don't have anything. I was hoping you did. <laughs> okay. What's changed since I uh, you started? Um. Yeah. Since you since watched, we watched this. this. Because hey, you're just such a good person in general, Rachel, and I 
am always trying to be better to be more like you because you know you're my idol and I I, I feel like you've got some weird perception <laughs> of me going on no I know you better than you know you so um I feel like you were a lot more conscious of this sort of thing prior to watching the the, the film yeah I'd watched quite a few documentaries before this one yeah um just gotta say, it didn't take any of, didn't mean I was any less shocked about this one. This <laughs> one still really rattled me. Yeah. Um. So beforehand, I've I've definitely changed how I shop. But beforehand, what I was doing is I was relying on the is it the Tear Fund, ethical. I wrote Tear Fund down, but I can't. I think remember. it is the Tear Fund ethical guide. I think they put one out one. It's a year, and it kind of gives every um fashion. Label, uh, yeah, label. New Zealand based, I think it is. Yeah, um, a grade of how how they um, how ethical their production of their clothing is. So I know I used to just rely on that, and I knew the stores that were okay, and I'd buy from them. Yeah, but if I if I um saw something and I really needed it, I would buy it anyway. Mm. But now I've kind of I'm also got another step where I'm trying to support like New Zealand companies mm. and the companies where they've got this information really available on their website. Yeah. Because if they've got nothing to hide, they're going to have that information available for me. Yeah. And generally it's like a selling point. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I think I don't buy anything now unless I do know exactly where it's come from. Yeah. Do your research. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm still trying to be um, kind to myself and using the 80-20 rule. Yeah, so like 80% of the time, okay, but then there may be 20% of the time where you you slip up slightly and you're yeah. not going to beat yourself up about it, but you're just going to... Do your best. Do your best. Yeah. Yeah, I'm um, trying to use that rule too. That's probably one of the things that I've changed because I think the first time we recorded I was like I can't do anything I'm not going to be able to I'm gonna, what am I going to do it's all it's all the dire and you're like no hold on <laughs> we can do this let's just see if we can do it nine times eight times out of ten and yeah. then if we can't manage it two times we're not going to kill ourselves but it's at least we've done it those eight times yeah we're not going to beat ourselves up about it but we're going to try better the next time yeah exactly I yeah. like that. I like that approach to everything, really. Yeah, so that's probably how we're approaching our uh, low waste as well, mm, eh? Definitely. Yeah. Have you got any, like, go-to um, brands or anything like that that you support or go to? Uh, no, I don't. But I do – I definitely up my research game, so I look on the website, find out what – whether they – so I've got some questions I look for now. So I'm going organic cotton. Yep. Or what has it been made of? Yep. And how has it been made? Um, who does the company know who makes their garments? Like, do they know where it's coming from? Mm-hmm. What these people, what these people, are working conditions are like? Because um, the movie highlighted that most of the time the labels don't own the factories; they um, like just contract, it, contract out. it out to them, so they can up and leave any time they like and just ditch this factory. So if the factory can't produce the top for 50 cents, they'll go find someone else who can. Yeah. So, yeah, do they know who's making the garments and how and what sort of conditions they're uh, they're living in and um, working in, sorry, working in? And 
do they know who makes the fabric who's making the textiles as well so right back to basically the whole way through yeah the whole way through are they aware of the process and who and that it's ethical the entire way through and that's what i'm looking for when i look at the thing yeah so i'm trying to make my choices ethical that way yeah i really like that approach um because there's uh, so many different parts involved in, in the process yeah and it's looking for quality over quantity yeah as well a hundred percent i think that's really key actually because if you're buying something that's really good quality it's going to last you and you're not going to need you buy one thing instead of five Mm. and it's about like um uh yeah wearing it till it's dead yeah you know, like it's it's got holes in the crutch and you and repairing um, and repairing clothes like I did last yes. week. Yes, <laughs> sewing your buttons on when they fall off. Exactly, not saying oh this is this is this is over. Um, I don't need you anymore. I still try and hold on to things until they're absolutely on their last legs. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Um, so there's a couple of brands I've bought from lately who are ticking all those boxes for me i've written one down i haven't triple checked that one so i don't know if i mentioned it but um the uh of i am eva yes obviously yeah the period undies nailing it they're awesome love them to pieces and this is episode's going to come out in december or november yeah i think december i think on november 1st they're announcing a name change so i might be saying the wrong name okay uh because my i bought some (laughs) also i have a problem where i i think i've mentioned this i've i've i think it's i think it may have something to do with my depression because i can't stop buying things <laughs> it's like a sense of yeah, yeah something good yeah something to look forward to yeah, yeah there's it happens something happens in my brain when i purchase items and yeah. i'm working on it i'm trying to use that low tox life um oh god it is really my bible now uh the idea that when you go to buy something think of three things that um you don't that you enjoy in your life that um you so you don't like you feel fulfilled without needing to fulfill that by buying by buying thing. things yeah so uh i'm trying i'm trying to do that but okay, yeah right. i've previously bought um the i am eva togs and they just arrived and they had a little note in it and it said um you may notice a new uh, name in a new name in the togs oh um this announcement will be happening on the 1st of November, so keep an eye out. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So when this comes out, they may have a different name. That's all good. I'm sure you can still Google I am Eva it, and it, it will come up. It should come up, yeah. Um, the other uh, place I've bought stuff from, and this was before I was ethically fashion Nazi, um, was... Uh, change c-h-n-g-e and they have awesome t-shirts with mm. fun 
um, things on the mind says women don't owe you anything and I love it so much and I've got compliments from all sorts of people um, the lady at the checkout at the supermarket said oh, I love awesome. your top and Pete's like you're never going to take the top off now I'm like no mm. I'm not and um, the flight attendant when I got off the plane the other day was like I love your top oh, <laughs> it's awesome um, I noticed it's only women telling me that they think my top is awesome <laughs> That's okay. Um, but, yeah. So, they've got some fun, really fun tops. I like them. And I kind of have my own another top. And then there's a New Zealand brand called Nope Sisters mm. Clothing. And they've got a top that just says period. And I really want it. Same. <laughs> Same. I feel like it just would embody us both, you know, just like, just period. It should be like our podcasting top. <laughs> Okay, maybe we need to arrange this. Yeah, I've um I've looked I've gone on their website so many times now and haven't brought anything, but I, yeah. Yeah. They're cool. And there's the thing, but the the when I'm buying trying to buy ethical clothing, and that's the other thing, I'm like don't really need that much more clothing, to be fair. But um when I'm trying to buy when I'm tr- when I want something to buy and I want clothing, um and I want it to be ethical. I don't know where I'm going with this, so that's good. That's cool. Ah, oh, does it have to cost more is really the question. No. It doesn't, does it? No. It just it just depends on um you just it, you just need that transparency of how it's made, where it's made, the conditions of the people, mm. um they're getting a living wage, um the conditions that they're working in. It it doesn't necessarily have to mean that it's going to cost more. Yeah, some companies like Cow Cow is mm. you're like, oh dear, I'm not paying a hundred dollars for that T-shirt. No, only on sale. Yeah, <laughs> bank account wouldn't survive long. Oh, yeah, but that's um. And when my shoes die, I want some all birds. Yes, I'm getting some for Christmas. Oh, lucky I'm you! So excited. Um, are you getting the ones that I? Yes. <laughs> I want them. They're so cool. <laughs> Beth's got a pair and they look really nice. Well, maybe she has a nice feet. Okay. okay. She does have small feet. So Let me just see. I've oh. got large feet. I don't think it will. No, it's not the la- It's not the feet size. Oh. That was the problem for okay. the person I saw in them. Okay. Your feet are fine. Okay, I've passed I think the they'll test. be okay. <laughs> Rachel showed me this picture and she's like, I really want these all birds. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I know someone with those. those. <laughs> I don't like them. <laughs> And she's like, ah, okay. these I'm are my favourites. <laughs> I'm still going to buy them. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't wait for Christmas. Do you know what? Sometimes cool people can pull off cool things and it, do- it doesn't matter if they're um, – cool people can pull off ugly things. So there you go. You're cool Maybe. enough. I'm also at the point where I don't care what I look like. I mean, everyone sees what I wear to work. It's just sneakers and jeans and tops with holes in them. So I don't care, I don't care very much. <laughs> Hey, you don't look that down in your like when you wear your clothes at work. Oh, gosh. Some days you look really nice. Some days. <laughs> other days it's like, other days I just have to wear what will get me out of bed. So, oh, dear. Anyway. Um, yeah, there's some really good ones. I like all birds because they've got, uh, the soles are made out of plastic. Uh, not, not new plastic, recycled plastic. And the... Um, they do two different types. Yes, they do a vegan vegan type of um, yep, material. Out of, out of eucalypt pulp. 
sustainably sourced. Yes. And uh, then they do like a wool one, eh, don't they? The merino. Yeah. Merino one. Yeah, a really cool. Really cool brand. Yeah, they do awesome stuff. Um, I've got a few, which a few more, but not many more. All right, help um, me with them. So Mighty Good Undies, they're Australian. They, I think they started off as a Kickstarter as well, and they do organic cotton undies. Super comfy, love them. They also have this option where you can do like a subscription where you pay a certain month and you get sent new undies every so often. Oh, that's pretty cool. Haven't done that because... I don't need undies that often. Yeah. <laughs> I have a problem at the moment where I um, go to work and then I go for a run at lunchtime and then I for, have forgotten to bring a change of undies. Oh, so then yeah. I have to run to the uh, the shop and buy a pair of undies. And then I have to like argue with myself about the ethicalness of the undies that I'm buying in the shop. And then I quickly buy like a $10 pair of undies and... <laughs> And I'm like, buying a $10 pair of undies, that is expensive for me. And now I've got, like, all these extra pairs of undies, which is good because... That's handy. Just yeah. replenished mm-hmm. after the Marie Kondo <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah. So, um, I'm working on that. But yeah. you were like, buy this brand because it's it's organic, so it's okay. They're all... Yeah, 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 yeah. And these mighty good undies, they are so comfy. Oh, actually. Which, which side? Okay, can I ask you what get, your undies look like? Are they the... <laughs> I get the boy leg ones of those. Okay. Because I always find the boy leg ones right up and then I get a big fat wedgie no. and it's like... Yeah, I know. I never used the worst. to... I never used to go for them. But these ones, they're almost like not the... They're not the full boy leg. They're just kind of like a... They give you more cover than a standard under and they don't ride up. Because riding up undies are the worst. And that's why I don't don't, generally buy undies online. Because I'm like, I need to know that these are not going to give me puck. I don't have time for uncomfy undies. No. Who does? You don't want to be walking around pulling undies out of your ass all day. No way. (laughs) Okay. Because they're also, they're not expensive, but they're not cheap undies. No, they're an investment. Um, They've last, I've actually just thrown my pair out that I brought. I don't know how often you should. Get rid of my undies. I don't even know if I want to admit this. But don't I've, worry, we've talked about my sheet cleaning I've just habits. Just thrown a pair out that I've had for years, and the only reason I threw them out is because the um the elastic has come away from the oh I hate when that from happens. the undies, and it's not repairable. It's beyond repair, so it was time for them to go. But they lasted. They just wash and wash and wash. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay, um, I'll consider it when next time I need like a, a pick me up. Yeah. <laughs> I might buy some undies. I'm gonna go buy some I am Eva undies after this. I know. Well, that's the thing. I'm just gonna live in these undies now forever. They're awesome. They are great. Yeah. Um. And there's also this website called ethicalstylehunter.com, and I find them really helpful if you're looking. They've got like gift guides and stuff like that, or like jean guides, and mm. they've just got lots of good information on there about um sustainable and ethical companies and That's handy. they also do little posts on you guys up and coming and and they've done all the research for you which is nice yeah you can go to this one place and read about what was that again things. ethicalstylehunter.com okay cool and is it new zealand based or is it all over the show um i haven't checked to be honest oh, yeah. um oh I, they post about all over the show but right. i don't know if I have a feeling they're in New Zealand, but I'm not sure. Um, that tear fund guide, because the only problem with that is that they, if the 
company refused to give information on them, they automatically got an F. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so like... Um, so it might not actually reflect what their practices are. Yeah, but then you've got to ask, why were they refusing to give them the information? Yeah. Were they asking too much? Were they, like, was it more like, I don't have time to give you the information? Yeah, well, I kind of think about when we get those Laguima requests at work, and it's like hours and hours of work. Mm. You have to do it. But is there something governing them, requiring them to provide information? And if they don't have the time or the resources to do that, maybe they can't. And the other thing I'm not sure about with the tier fund one is it, they actually ask for it or if they're just going and looking for the information themselves. Yeah. And if it's not readily available, then they give them a low grade. Yeah. So I, I haven't read enough to know. No. Because there's like a – um table in the back that basically just says uh here's glasses here's their grade for this thing here's their grade for this thing this is their overall grade Mm. and um that's what i shoot to straight away i don't bother with reading the big gas beforehand so i could be missing out on the information on how they got it Mm. but they do break it down like um ethical sustainable like into Mm. different sections so yeah no it's a good um it's a good place to start yeah but just take it with um a grain, a grain of salt. Of salt. Yeah. Um, Do you have anything else you want to mention? Uh, yeah, why don't you just go to these charity shops and yeah. the secondhand stores and try and find um, some some clothes that someone else has given away so that they don't have to go over to Haiti. I don't know if New Zealand does that. but No, I don't know what New Zealand does too. We don't know a lot. But what we know is <laughs> we need to do more. We need to be better. You often find awesome stuff at the secondhand stores too. Jono's brought so many like good suits. I know. From the secondhand store for like so cheap. Hey, did you guys look for suits when you mm, were down? We bought a suit. Ooh. Exciting though. Is it like a, like a black suit? Or do I get to it's know what colour it is? just a navy suit. Oh, navy. I like that. Yeah. We've still got to go through the mm, – still not 100 on it. Like, okay. it's a lovely suit and it was a good deal and um, he'll wear it regardless if he wears it for our wedding or not. But he just needs to decide if he wants to go that simple for the wedding or if he wants we'll to – jazz it up a little. Yeah. He could yeah. wear a fun top. Well, yeah. Or tie. Yeah. Pocket square. There's so many options. <laughs> so we've got a base to start with, which is good. That's cool. All right. Well, Pete still hasn't got a suit, and I don't know that he's going to be up to doing it today, but oh, we'll get there. You got it. You got some time. A little bit. <laughs> it's, just, it's not that far away. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. I think take, <laughs> I think take two went better. I think it went better. I think we still uh, had a moment, but that's all right. Yeah. Um. That's us. If you have any good suggestions or tips or recommendations of brands, that do fashion ethically let us know yeah i love a good recommendation same message Uh, us uh instagram at basically being better email us basically being better at gmail.com and yeah we're just and you can also tweet at us tweet at us we don't know what's happening but do it it'll be fun at basically being (laughs) better pod on twitter have you confirmed that I think so. Oh, no. you got to stop saying it. You haven't confirmed it. <laughs> no, I think I asked and he said yes, so we're going to roll with it. Okay. We've done that three episodes now, so we're going with it. And, and if it's not, we'll make it. We're going to have to change. Okay. 
Cool. All right then. Well, um, thanks for having us in your ear holes and we'll be back next week. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Laters. Slippy and better with Rachel and Abby Who are trying to eat better and to watch less telly They're trying to save the world and to be truly happy And dishing us some advice is our best babe Shelly Basically being better and building better lives So remove your scarlet letter and give that more high fives Yeah, our mothers, daughters, sisters, aunties, girlfriends and wives We're basically being better ladies for the rest of our lives <laughs> Just breathing into the mic there Rachel <laughs> It was <laughs> I've like lost my breath because my heart is racing so quickly. (laughs) 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 Like a creepy phone call. You pick it up, there's this person heavy breathing at the end. Just practicing. Um, (laughs) 